Welcome back, everyone, um, to episode, what is this, seven? Episode seven? I think it's about seven. I think, right, welcome to episode seven. Of this could be episode six if we deem the old stuff shit, but it could be seven. Yeah, it depends how episode six turns out in the edit. If it's uh, if it's rubbish, then this might be six. So welcome to episode six slash seven of Sea Dog Radio. Um, what are you been up to, Andy? Well, I know what you've been up to. I've been with you. We've been we've been out the country. Yeah, it's been on holiday. Yeah, uh, to our visa, to our beefa. People will probably think, oh, you went to a beefa with two, three lads went to a beefa, and they'll probably have entirely the wrong idea of what we actually got up to. Yeah, yeah, you're tearing <laughs> it up over there. It was uh, surprisingly quiet, wasn't it? I think the only drug I had over there was Gaviscon, actually. <laughs> yeah, you were mainlining the old uh, Harper and Tablet, weren't you? My my heartburn was really. Uh, I had to go to the pharmacy twice. That's what I do when I go to Bifa. Not uh not club until five a.m. I'm uh I'm going to the pharmacy twice. Actually, I went to the pharmacy more times than I went to a club. You were like busy mate, a little guy behind the counter, weren't you? Yeah, I'll Google Translate like anything stronger than Gaviscon, please. <laughs> so yeah, not it wasn't exactly the uh, Love Island type of Ibiza party holiday, was it? We weren't we weren't really going for that vibe though. Nah, we weren't. We we're going for the quiet side. We we sort of like teetered on the edge of that side at one point. Those guys, those guys selling drugs. Like, hey, you want MDMA? You want coke? And I'm like, don't suppose you got any Rennies of you? That guy started fucking hitting you, didn't he? He had a little fun. He's like, hit, like, hey, hit you me want, in the back. Hey, motherfucker! Like, hey, we were just me? going home at that point. Um, nice early night. Hit me in the back. He was like, hey, you want you want to buy drugs? So I was like, nah, you're all right, mate. Going home. Got got a flight in the morning, mate. <laughs> um, my heartburn's pretty bad. <laughs> And he was like, you motherfuckers. Like, yeah, all right, mate. He Jesus turned Christ. from like sound, well, I will use the word sound very lightly, but he turned it over fucking yeah. nominal very quickly, didn't he? I don't think that's a great sales tactic, calling your, your potential clientele uh, motherfuckers. But yeah. So yeah, what else did we go up to in Ibiza, apart from uh, the heartburn? Well, I want to chuck a little shout out there to uh, the little baby on the beach. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> about the baby on the beach. I think he's probably too young to understand what was going on, but... We went to the beach, yeah, and uh, mind our own business, like just try and find somewhere to like put our towels. And there was a baby, must have been like one ish, probably like, less, like yeah, at, at like most one tiny baby, like, actual just, baby, like, on a towel covered, surrounded by fucking cans of Heineken, <laughs> just under <laughs> an umbrella, and that was it. Like, like as if someone had just like right, fancy a little dip in the pool, my pool in the sea. Right, we took our tinnies, took the baby on the floor, and uh, off we go. Yeah, it was weird. It like, it was motionless as well. That baby, it was like completely still. It was like one arm up. It was like on its back, one arm up, one arm down. It was just like, and because it was under the shade of the umbrella, it looked like grey. Like, yeah, didn't I was like, is that baby alive? We were stood next to it for like ten minutes. Like, right, well, someone must like notably be the parents because this baby is. No, well, it's on its own, you know, just brought like later, like it was like probably starfish, wasn't he? We were trying to work out who, who is even his parents, you know. There was, was one guy about 20 feet away in the sea, like kind of looking, and I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that was the dad or someone related to the baby, but yeah. Jesus Christ, oh, uh, wow. <laughs> I forgot about that baby. Poor little baby, I'm sure it's fine. Hopefully, we should it's have, fine. like give it a little prod with a stick or something. <laughs> like, hey, what are you doing to my baby? What are you doing leaving your baby under an umbrella with tins around it? I don't think I've seen anyone give like zero fucks about a baby in my whole life. 
Yeah, they were like, it's not like it's going to get up and run off. Like, it literally couldn't even crawl, probably. It's tiny. Yeah. Ah, well, working on his tan like. Well, he wasn't because he was under the the (laughs) umbrella. And then that night, we went to the night market. What was it that you bought? I bought a little little, uh, Tibetan mask thing. We've been mooching around like uh, this little hippie market. It must have looked like here's a couple of suckers wanting to buy some stuff. Uh, Some woman gave us some. Oh, they saw us coming a mile off. Yeah. Saying that though, my purchase was, I'm, I'm more than happy with my purchase. Did they wear it or did they put it on the wall to like to you know ward off any sort of like? She gave us all a spiel, but my my version of it might not be like right. But I think they like stick these masks on and dance around like all on a, on an annual basis to scare demons all away. Right, okay, but, just the old annual demon cleanse. Yeah, and then you uh, just stick it on on your mantelpiece. Basically, we're asking the woman. She's yeah. like, the best place is to put it on your mantelpiece so many people see it. As we speak right now, it is on the mantelpiece. Isn't that coming around to it? Um, <laughs> she hasn't had a choice. I don't think she's because re- it's like blue and the wallpaper, like the walls painted blue. It kind of blends in pretty well. It'll slowly work its way into, into a drawer. I think <laughs> it's not going to be scaring many demons away in a drawer, mate. You need it out. You need it like you know, eyes on. Yeah, I was like, oh, you know, like at least let it get the house de demonized. Let it do its business. Yeah, just do a sweep of the house. Uh, just ward off the demons and then and then it can go in a drawer until the next time you need to get rid of demons. I think some demons in like the, the downstairs toilet and then they'll slowly <laughs> demons in the loft storage cupboard. <laughs> I feel like there's quite a lot of demons in this box which is in the loft. So we just keep it in there. Um so a beat aside. Uh I had a little look at some weird news, as always. And right, I need I need to make a, a jingle for weird news. So can we just react now to what will be a brilliant jingle in that place? This can't be real news. It's too weird. No. Weird news. So, a solution to Japan's overworking problem is installing upright nap boxes in offices. So I'm guessing you're like, you get in a little upright box and have a little stand-in sleep like an old dusty vampire. A solution could be just like, don't work them so hard. I mean, it's, I feel like... Yeah, a solution would be like, maybe just have a night of five day and then you don't need a nap box. They literally work like literally work themselves to death, don't they? Yeah. It's, yeah. And who the fuck... Not like, cool. Who can sleep standing up? Well, I guess if you're that tired from being overworked, you probably would nod off. I mean, I can't even sleep sitting yeah, on a plane. Like, you can. You were you were out like a light. I was like, oh, for God's sake, just yeah. sitting there like couldn't sleep. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I could probably sleep in a nap box. Yeah, when you get yourself but, one, when you, from when you're working at home, just pop it in the nap box. Is it just like an upright coffin? I think so. Yeah. I guess with the amount of people working themselves to death, like, right, Tony's died on floor three, Let's so just tip uh, it horizontally yep. <laughs> and carry him out. <laughs> pop, <laughs> pop in the ground. Good job these nap boxes have little uh, handles for carrying. Uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> dual purpose <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so I thought that was weird um, and then also I don't know if you saw this this news story uh, so NASA scientist explains why astronauts should not masturbate in zero gravity did you see this uh, I don't think so well you so might they've, s- been, they've been they're basically like they're not supposed to masturbate in space over fears that female astronauts could get impregnated by stray fluids which is a bit weird. Like that sounds a bit mad to me. Yeah. What? Like so, male male astronauts can't 
have a wanking space in case yeah. their jizz float yeah. around the space shuttle into yeah. the women. I think that's. I think that's. Uh, did you? Are you reading the official? Uh, <laughs> sounded like you were reading the official <laughs> documentation there. That was. That was a press release. NASA said astronauts cannot have a wank because in case jizz fly around. Surely the women can still. Yeah, I mean, yeah, off, themselves you know? out. Um, so apparently there are strict guidelines over alone time on board in zero gravity. Um, scientists have warned that even the slightest rogue droplet could cause chaos on board. But then surely. The female would have to be naked as well, and even if she was naked, it's not like it's just going to like fly up there, is it? Like, yeah. it seems very unlikely that that's going to happen. Yeah, I've got the little. I think I've got the article here. It was saying, we say that up to three women could get pregnant on the space same trip. Mm. Yeah, what I was reckon. How's a rogue bit of sperm getting that far? I don't understand. I reckon there's a space shuttle with like four people on it, one fella, three lasses. They've been up in space for like two years, like. Fucking hell, like, that guy's going to look pretty tempting, isn't he? All come back pregnant. <laughs> and he'd be like, oh, funny story. All the husband's kicking off. Well, funny story is I accidentally had a wank, right? Yeah. I shouldn't have done it. Right, thing is... He's uh... flying around the spaceship, and then all three of them got pregnant. So, <laughs> I know I shouldn't have done it. We didn't do anything else. I know we were there a long time, and we all have needs, but it was just one rogue wank got all three of them pregnant. I feel like... The 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 scientists explaining this is is thinking about the film Alien. Like the a bit of sperm hasn't got a mind of its own. It's not gonna like get in the bodies of everyone on the on board, surely. So you reckon they they need to go for a little space walk, you know, like where they go out with shuttle. Hey <laughs> right, guys, just I'm just gonna go a space oh, walk. I'm just gonna stretch my legs. <laughs> Give me oh, twenty minutes. We're <laughs> <laughs> doing like I, I think I seen something ha- hanging off the side of the space. I it could be nothing. Could have been something, but. Don't bother looking. I, I, I'll sort. You guys just keep an eye on this on the steering wheel. <laughs> they, they definitely still do it. Like at some point, aliens are gonna are gonna find like a load of crusty socks floating around space. <laughs> but like, what, right? What do you do if you like need a, a, a wee or a poo? There must be a toilet, yeah. Isn't like a vacuum yeah. that, like or seals around vacuum, your ass? Yeah. Just yeah. could you not do the same for you know? I mean, potentially. Yeah, I think you should send an email to NASA and ask them these questions. Have you seen them things like, I think it was like Japan or China, where like supposedly like men were too embarrassed to like give sperm donations, so they made like a little robot that will like essentially wank you off. Have you seen that? Oh, oh yeah, embarrassed. They're like, oh, yeah. what, you've got a little device that can wank me off? Like, oh, like yeah, <laughs> let's use that. A robotic Pringle can that you put your knob in. And, like, <laughs> oh, it doesn't sound as good. It looks awful. <laughs> It's like, oh, I'm a bit embarrassed to have a wank, but have you got one of them robots that do it for you? I'm a bit embarrassed to have a wank, but I'm not too embarrassed to put my dick in a Pringles tube. <laughs> that that a hundred other people have used that very same day. So I think they definitely, uh, they definitely are wanking off in space. Yeah, you know, the astronaut comes back to Earth, like takes his space boot off. It's like, why have you only got one sock on? Like, oh, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Actually, <laughs> must have gone out the uh, the airlock. During the told them just before they went on the. On the space show, like, right, you've passed all your training, you've done that thing where you get spun around on a little machine for a while. So you're going to be with for a couple of days. Oh, hang on, just one one minute. Before you go on, you're not allowed to wank for the next two years. See you later. What? what? <laughs> all right, bye. Doors closed. <laughs> anyway, that, that's, that story got me thinking about... Wanking in space. Other... <laughs> wanking in space. Uh, 
other banned work, like other workplace rules or things that are banned in workplaces. So I've got a little quiz for you. Okay. So are these true or false um, rules that are being implemented in the workplace? Okay. Number one, everyone who poops must report it in the poop diary. So if the toilet ever gets blocked, the culprit can be identified. If you're found guilty, you must wear the poop hat for the rest of the week. <laughs> um, so you use the toilet, and if you block it, you then need to report it. Cause... Yeah, so like, you know, busy office, lots of people going for a little uh, shit, and uh, it's bound to get blocked at some point or just left in a bad state. So every time you go, it's like the the toilets are right by the reception. Uh-huh. You just reception. Oh, you you going for a shit? Yep. Yeah. All right. Can you just uh, can you just sign there, please? And then you pop in, do your stuff, go. Just so you can keep track of everyone, just in case someone blocks it. And then you know everyone's going to deny it, so you can't deny it if you've reported it in the poop diary. Hmm. I don't think it's true, but I think it's a good idea. Yeah, it's false. We've had people at my at my old uh, one of my old workplaces where someone was leaving sort of ghost poos in the <laughs> toilet and see you know like people were trying to work out who it was diary you wouldn't need the you know the there detective work um saying that though if you were signing in say i worked with you Boog, i'd be like all right just uh james bulging off a of one poo right now <laughs> nah because you gotta all show right. your id and you gotta go like, yeah. all right she gotta check it uh, yeah she's basically like a, a poop attendant that's a that's her role oh he um yeah all right what about this one Employees who reach their target will be invited to take part in a company orgy. Okay. Um, okay. I don't think that's true. That is true. Yeah. So one of the biggest insurance companies in the world held a party for salesmen where they were rewarded with the services of prostitutes. Oh, yeah. What country? Grim. Germany, I think it was. Germany. Classic. Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, they they basically add incentives where it's like, oh, if you if you do well, if you hit your targets, you come to the old orgy where you can, uh, you know, do what you want to do. So, yeah, pretty grim. I don't think I'd want to go like an orgy with like all your workmates, Dave, Dave from IT. Like, yeah. right, mate, did you get your bonus too? <laughs> yep. Oh, nice one, mate. <laughs> you still uh, you still going on the uh, lunchtime run next week? Like, yep. I, I was I was a kid. Ah, not bad, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's pretty grim. All right, what about this one? In New Zealand, if you wear a funny hat to work, you are seen as breaking the uniform code and get a 10% pay reduction. Like a novelty hat. Funny or inappropriate hat. Inappropriate hat. Australians wear the ones with little corks on, don't they? I, I think... Yeah. Uh, I don't think... I think that might be true, but... What about just for all companies, like globally, not globally, like nationwide... Just in some, uh, it's just in new, in New Zealand. I'm not sure if it's all or some. Hmm. I don't think that's true. It is true, which is surprising because they're pretty, uh, they're pretty chill in New Zealand, aren't they? Yeah, I wouldn't expect that from them. But do they have like a history of novelty hat issues? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just thinking that one with corks on, but that's Australian. It. Yeah, they probably still have cork hats too. Maybe that's like really that'd be super disrespectful to say. They wear cocks on the hats, like. Oh yeah, they wouldn't like that, mate. They would not like that. Don't like their uh, loud neighbours. All right, what about this one? If your phone goes off during a meeting, everyone must gather round and chant. (laughs) (laughs) 
and chant, naughty, naughty boy, smashy, smashy phone. And then you must throw your own phone at the wall as hard as you can until it breaks. Yeah, right. Um, is this? Is there any company linked to this? Naughty, naughty boy, smashy, smashy yeah, phone. So like everyone in the office going and go, naughty, naughty boy, smashy, smashy phone. And then you must throw your phone at the wall. Yeah. Um, like a punishment. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I'm not so sure on that one. I don't think so. That is surprisingly false. Yeah. Oh. Well, maybe yeah. they could introduce that. What? Yeah, maybe once they've stopped wanking themselves off in a little robot machine. <laughs> naughty, naughty boy, wanky, wanky cock. <laughs> sleepy, sleepy, sleepy in a stand-in coffin. Um, right, what about this one? Employees are advised to come to work naked on Fridays. Dressed on Fridays. Very dressed on Fridays, yeah. Um, Again, any work sector, like is it Subway or like food prep or... Yeah, I don't think uh, Subway would be the best place to do that. Can I have a six inch with a... Yeah, can I have, get the chicken and uh, what salad do you want? Like, can you, can you take that pube out, mate? <laughs> it's a bit of chicken. It's not, mate. It's ginger. Get it out of there. Um, yeah, that would be sad. Um, yeah, again, I reckon some sort of wacky fucking idiot will have tried to propose that. So it's true and it happened in Newcastle. And the two... Yeah, so a business psychologist told workers at a marketing company in Newcastle that a naked, naked Friday idea would boost their team spirit. So he was called in um, to the firm after six staff members were forced into taking redundancies. He told them that by stripping off their clothes, staff could also strip away inhibitions and talk to each other more openly and honestly. Despite some initial reluctance, Nearly all of the staff took off all of their clothes, except for one man who wore a little pouch and one female worker who kept on black underwear. Fair enough. Yeah. I, f- I feel like they should have checked the credentials of this guy who suggested this. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was probably just this whole thing, like, just going into workplaces like, well, what I think would improve morale is if all the ladies took their tops off. <laughs> Let's just give it a go and see how we feel. That guy must be, must be on some sort of register. <laughs> By now he is. That was 2009, so... How did he manage to persuade people to actually do it? Because he's like, oh, I'm a business psychologist. This is for the greater good, honestly. Just trust me, trust me. Yeah, it's like, business isn't going well, guys. All we need to do now is take our clothes off and then... And then profits will... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, that's true, apparently. When I I worked at a company about, I don't know, seven or eight years ago, um, one of the people who was quite high up, um, she'd get people to make her a cup of tea. And she was a bit weird, weird with like her tea request. She'd have a, like a cup of tea. It was it was very specific, like two teaspoons of milk, and then she'd have one sugar cube stirred in, and then she'd have <laughs> one sugar cube put on the spoon and held in the tea for thirty seconds, and then brought back out. That was her tea order. And you also had to be naked. Also, <laughs> you had to be, you had to be naked. Yeah. <laughs> so you wanted a tea bag, one ball, and a, a cup of tea for precisely thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah, very, very weird. Um, so yeah, what else has been going on? You see, you know, anything you want to chat about? Yeah, so we'll look. Well, if you've got, well, if you've got time, I made a jingle book. I actually made a jingle. Ah, here we go. Two jingles Let's in one episode. We really are progressing. You think it's jingle heavy right now? So. Uh, Play this one and that, and she said it was a similar quality to the alien news jingle. But uh, is that good or bad? You can debate. <laughs> Psst, 
Do you want to see a bluefish in the toilet? This is your headmaster speaking. Please can Mr. Bowger stop spreading rumors. I, I also think you left 50p on the floor in my office. Old school rumors. Nice, nice work. Right, hello everybody, welcome to Old School Rumours. I don't think it sounds too much like alien news, I think it's just at the end, like, you are old school rumours, and then there's alien news, it's just the same, Yeah. But apart from that. <laughs> good work, good work. Yeah. Rumour, you know, you, you, you showed me that jingle the other day, and I was, yeah. in a, I was in an Uber, like, two minutes afterwards, and it was like in my head, obviously, because it's catchy. And I was like, mm, you know that, like, you know that in the adult one, it's like, mm, rumor has it. I was just like, mm, and then the taxi driver was like, oh, are you singing? And I was like, oh, no, I was just, doesn't matter, not really. <laughs> a shit jingle, mate. <laughs> Should have showed him the jingle. He'd be like, oh, right, cool. Right, okay, I found some of these. This one's like, these two are linked, so I'll read them both, like, obviously in chronological order. Yeah. Okay, so number one. An algebra teacher on the first day of school would rip a phone book in half with his bare hands. He'd do this for all of his year seven classes and say, all right, look, I've got a stack here. If any of you can do this, I'll give you straight A's for the rest of your career, for the rest of the year right now. So we'd get the kids to try and rip the phone book in half, obviously not being able right. to do it. Right. Well, he obviously had some trick going on, didn't he? Yeah. I've actually said, you can, there's a, there's a, technique, a technique to doing it. So he's obviously mastered it. Right, like, okay. All right, I'll try and be the cool teacher doing yeah. the old uh, phone book thing. But until he's met his match, so this is the second part. We also had an English teacher who was a multiple degree black belt in karate. During tests, he would meditate and lift himself off his chair using only his two pinky fingers from each hand. Well, that's distracting. Yeah. During the school year, he got in an argument with the algebra teacher mentioned above and roundhouse kicked him through a door, <laughs> breaking his arm. <laughs> So, Mr. Algebra teacher who had his little novelty ripping the phone book in half, he was like, all right, lads, uh, yeah, I'm the cool teacher who's like hard look at me ripping up the phone books. And then uh, Mr. Karate like ended up <laughs> smashing him through a door. Fuck's what, what did they get into an argument about? Um, during the school, you got an argument with the algebra teacher. It, it doesn't say. They probably just thought, like, who's this guy strutting around thinking he's a big I am? I'll show him. I'll uh, round up skipping through a door. I mean, it is pretty cocky. Like, I mean, how many, what did you say? Did it every lesson? Uh, algebra, teacher to, algebra teacher on the first day of school would rip a phone book in half. Right, on the first day of school. Yeah, so he'd wait for the year sevens to come in like, all oh, right, I don't know if you've heard about me, but I'm uh, hard as nails. Is anyone got I a phone book? I who, yep. <laughs> He's always got, got like cupboard full of phone books from previous years. Yeah. Ah, right. he sounds like a prick. Yeah, I think he was asking for it. Okay, rumour number two. One of the female PE teachers had a lesbian identical twin sister who would switch in during the shower time to catch glimpses of the naked young girls. <laughs> this was actually true about the twin sister, but the old switcheroo was never proven. What? She had a twin sister who was a so, lesbian who liked to pop in yeah, in so the same a, like, gym teacher outfit and have a little look at the young yeah. underage girls. That's the one. So there's a PE teacher who was just legit teacher doing her own PE stuff. And mm-hmm. then uh, 
She'd wait until it was the right time for the like, oh, wait, wait, get yourselves in the showers. And then her lesbian sister, who had nothing better to do, would swap in just for a bit of a what? nosy round. A little switcheroony. How is she getting her into the school? That's what I want to know. Well, I guess she looks like her. So she just walk up to the head teacher like, all right, just uh, head down PE. You know? Right, yeah. Well, yeah. People, yeah. But how, like, they must both arrive at the same time, like one in the boot. Yeah, one goes true. in like, right, I'll come in half an hour. There's quite a lot of rumours, like from previous ones, like obviously I, I found another Reddit page full of rumours. There's a lot of ones about wooden tits again. So the wooden tit rumour... There must be some yeah. truth in the, in the wooden tits. Yeah. But I won't read them out again, but this one says, Mr. Kites had a wooden coffin in the back of his wood tech cupboard. It was full of whiskey bottles, his dead mum, and he also filmed kids in the loo. <laughs> I don't think the uh, the mention of the whiskey bottles was necessary, really, considering <laughs> the next thing that was mentioned. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, he's got a load of whiskey and, and his dead mum. Oh, and he's also, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. He's got his dead mum's in there. What, like um, yeah. Norman Bates? Yeah, that's right. I remember when uh, I was sort of like 13, like getting into skating and wasn't very good, um, like skateboarding around. You know, starting with like baggy clothes, listening to some heavy music. And there was this lad, I don't know what he was called, he was a bit weird. He's like a few years older, he used to skate around by himself. And I was chatting to him one time, and he was wearing like a, a slipknot hoodie, I think. And he was like, You uh you know what happens in slipknot, right? If they see each other without their masks on. <laughs> Have you heard this before? No, that's news to me. He was like, well, this is like a this is like a rumor that was going around back then, like the same as uh, Marilyn Manson had a rib removed so he could suck himself off. Uh, yeah, yeah, but that, so like, around the same time that it was going, around, I was like, he's like, you know, what ha- you know what happens, don't you? I was like, no, no, what, what, what happens? I was like, believe in every word of it. He was like, if uh, they have to keep the masks on at all time, and uh, if one of them sees the other one without a mask on, they have to immediately on the spot kill them and eat them. <laughs> what kill? <laughs> So like if you walk in, sees it, oh shit, there's clown without his mask on. That's what he looks like. Well, we've got a rule. Yeah. Well to, I have to stab him and kill him and eat him on the spot. I was like, no way. And I was like, it was on my mind for ages. I was like, that's mad. Shit. That is mad. And really they're just normal guys. I remember you might have even been at you know that little park near your house. I do. There was that like a uh, spinny roundabout thing, you know, there's like a wooden thing yeah. you spin around on. And like you run around and then jump on it and it goes fast. Mm-hmm. There was a lad, um, I think, well, I can take his name up. Someone said that got his legs stuck underneath the fucking yeah. roundabout whilst it's spinning full speed. <laughs> and like it fucking ripped his leg. Like I, I, I always, so every time I went on them roundabouts, I heard like I was petrified that my leg would get sucked underneath and then like it'd be spinning 100 mile an hour and like knocking your leg. I'm going to blow your mind here. That that did happen, but it, it was me. It was you. <laughs> <laughs> it was you. Yeah, that was me. Oh, wow. That fuck. was me. As if you didn't know that. No, yeah, no, yeah that well, was me. I, I knew it was, I knew it was someone from school, and I remember thinking, like, I like, well, obviously, a kid, they're quite fun, but I was like, I heard a rumor some yeah. kid got his, foot, his leg stuck underneath and it freaking mangled it up. Yeah, it wasn't that, well, it, it was bad, but it wasn't like, my leg wasn't mangled, but it was actually some, yeah. some, lad who I won't name but like I sort of fell off and my leg went under it and he kept pushing it that's what happened but he knew he knew as well so like my mum wasn't very happy obviously I was like pretty young at the time she went like storming around his house to speak to his parents because he he knew what he was doing he just kept pushing it and um it was obviously just like scraping 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 all the skin off I haven't thought about that for years I don't even think I've got a scar which is mental 
Maybe I do. Maybe I do. I'll in my look. mind, it's sort of like your legs, like you, you, you're getting like split. Yeah, like the bone yeah. sticking out, and it's like yeah, <laughs> just, and you're just like spinning around, like ah. Uh, yeah, it was. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a million miles away from that, but it wasn't. It wasn't as bad as Shit. you imagine. No, well. But yeah, that, that was go. me. Can't believe I'm. Uh, I'm yeah. one of the school. And rumors. then his balls got cut underneath also, and then they flew off, and <laughs> and then his wooden tits fell a off, dog, and a dog ate him. Let's have a look. I think I'm pretty much. Oh, this Let's have a last one. This one says, "At my primary school, we had a massive field behind the school." Uh, that we used to play on during the summer. On one house there was housing, on the other side there was like a fenced off forestry, like a forest area, a little wood. Anyway, there's this old wooden beer table in the forest area for some reason, all overgrown with like loads of plant life and that. It was barely visible. Somebody made a rumour if that you stared long enough, a ghost would appear sitting at the table and it would follow you when you left school, kill you and take your body back to where the table was. Sounds dumb, but we were quite terrified at the time. Bit like Slipknot, Slipknot rules. AC, if they had your uh, Tibetan mask, that wouldn't happen. Mm. Dean would be like, whoa, nope, I'm staying away from this. Right, I think that wraps up another episode of Sea Dog Radio. Uh, thanks for listening, if you did. The Gmail is Sea Dog Radio Pod. That's the one. Do you want to hear one of the most tragic things ever was? I actually, <laughs> I actually emailed that email from my phone. <laughs> Just with the word test, just like, to check if it was working. <laughs> well, they'll come rolling in soon. One day, Andy will will pray for the the quietness of this of this time when we when we can easily manage it. In a couple of months' time, we'll be like, God, there's just too many, too many to get through. Yeah, listen on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Um, yeah, you can find us. Just just search Sea Dog Radio, you'll find us. Okay, thanks for listening, and uh, see you next time. See you later. <laughs>